Hey, it's Priscilla. And this is Sophia. And you're listening to Girl, You're Not Alone. Quick disclaimer, we are not professionals. We are just two friends who wanted to come together to create a community for you guys. Because you guys might be going through what we have been through. So grab your snack, grab a blanket, and let's chat. Hey, everyone. Hey, guys. How's everyone doing? I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing great. Good. Welcome back to P.S. You're Not Alone. Another episode where we kind of talk about things in life, things that stretch us out, things that make us happy. Yeah. Connecting to people. And I'm your host, Priscilla. And I'm your host, Sophia. So how how how's their week going give me like a good win of the week my week um has gone pretty good i would say a big win is i'm finally looking into replacing our floors um but we were thinking when we first moved in we were going to replace everything with real wood floors then we went to okay well this isn't our forever home let's just replace the carpet with carpet Mm mm-hmm And now we are back at the point where we're like, let's replace the carpet with matching floors that are in the house already. Yeah. um, With some like fake hardwood floors. So I'm all for hardwood floors. I don't know why. I we've had this conversation with Connor actually because he doesn't like it when he goes to the bathroom and his feet get dirty on hardwood floors. Get a rug or slippers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's my oh solution. Oh my gosh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who cares? It, it, especially if you own animals. Yes. Oh, the rug just sucks up all the hair and all the all the dirt. And, oh, yeah. And all the smell. Well, and part of why we have to do it is because the homeowner before us was not the cleanest person. So, it you just, we and we've had the carpets professionally cleaned. And you can still smell their dogs. And every time I vacuum, my canister is full of dog hair. And it is not our dog hair because we have two poodle mixes. Right. And it is the, you know, the little short pit bull mixed hair. Uh. Um, And every time I vacuum, it's full. And the carpet cleaner, like, warned me about that. He was like, I'm sorry. He's like, there's just nothing that, like, can be done. Like, it's just going to keep happening until you replace it. So that's why we are replacing them. Yeah. But we don't have a piece of flooring that tells us what the actual flooring is. Yeah. So we have to have the flooring, like an extra piece that is in the garage shipped off so we can figure out what it is. (laughs) It's a process, (laughs) but it's rolling. So happy about that. Well, good. Glad that it's starting to get rolling. Yeah, because my allergies are killing me. <laughs> I wake up feeling disgusting. Like, it's terrible. I know. You you blow up with, like, one strand of hair. <laughs> it's awful. Like, my nose is stuffy. Like, I don't feel great waking up. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It yeah. Sucks. Gotta change it. <laughs> what about you? Um, My win of... My win of the week, my good thing of the week is oh i cooked i cooked a lot this week oh yeah i i tend to get busy and i love to cook i love 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 to cook i love to cook i'm really good at cooking steak if everyone has tried a piece of sophia's steak it's pretty pretty decent um so i love cooking it's very relaxing it's something that my dad loved to do and my mom loves to do and i picked it up from them and um 
But when you're busy, you don't get to cook as often. So I cooked a lot this week, which is a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yep. I made like fish. I made chicken. I made, you know, fettuccine Alfredo. It's just yum. <laughs> so I almost, win. I almost wish you would have shared photos or sent me photos so I could see what you were <laughs> cooking so I could be inspired. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I will. I'll try it next time I cook. Um, sometimes we cook this if if it's like we're trying to cook really fast. It's one of those general so's chicken yeah um, that connor really really likes he really likes chinese food so i'll do that really really fast but this week was more of me actually cutting into the fish or you know putting um making the meatballs it was it was pretty good yeah so i love cooking same i love like all the seasons I got all the seasons. <laughs> My favorite, I, I, I like to make steak and um, we have this thing called burek, which is basically like a meat pie almost. Um, we have, Albanians have different, we've got spinach or cheese or meat. And so I really like making that. It's a very long process though. It yeah. takes me a long time. You got to make the dough, roll out the dough, make the filling. So, but that's a really fun thing to do. That is fun. Well, Let's jump into this episode, guys. We're going to talk about giving and ways to give to people. Yes, yes. Because I feel like we've both been in situations where we've lost people or got into really hard times and people gave to us and what made us actually made us feel really good and actually didn't make us feel really good. And then we we both are givers. You know what I mean? I feel like our personalities are definitely those people that try hard to be there for people and sometimes I feel like I'm not that great at it or I wish I would do more but things that actually are helpful versus things are that are not so helpful so what would you say is one of the top things you could do for someone in need that needs help that's going through a tough time or just had a baby or something like that well recently um my sister had a surgery and Mm -hmm. she is not supposed to do a lot of things for a long time um and her husband john works yes his name's john my husband's name is john and her husband's name is john oh my gosh um so which i call my john johnny as a cute little like nickname between me and him so that is the difference (laughs) i love the way you say johnny yes he's my johnny um but John works a lot to like support their family right now and take care of everything. Um, he's always a hard worker and then they have four kids and so they've got two boys and two little girls. Um, so my mom and I went and we just did all of the laundry that we could do. We just cleaned up everything that we could clean up because you know how kids are. Oh yeah. Like they just, you can clean their room and then five minutes it's like back to the way it looked, if not worse. Um, And then we just bought, like, a ton of groceries and, like, stocked her fridge. And, like, something that, like, we were, like, really mindful of was, like, not overstaying. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even though we were doing, like, helpful things and things that were, like, going to help them and benefit, like, benefit them as a, like, a family unit. um, Sometimes, even when you're doing things that are helpful, um, they need that time to just be. Right. So, like, we, like really making sure that like if you're going in person like we made sure that like we weren't like overstaying you know even though we're family like we were making sure like we kept it very short right and did as much as we could um 
and then like the food we bought were like super easy things that even the kids could like throw in the microwave or take out cold and eat it cold you know Mm -hmm. like those little thoughtful things where like they didn't have to make a full meal you know they didn't have to like cook the the, like ground beef for the steaks or you know yeah like simple yeah I love that I love that um to kind of hop off on that we visited um on my sister in California and my older sister California a few like a year or two ago it was actually during COVID and she was recently going through a divorce and you know the kids lives are changing her life was changing so when we went there we went there for support and to see her and we missed her and um we did similar things where we helped clean and cooked every night and watched the kids and things like that so she could rest a little bit and then the thing that we did for her which is so funny you wouldn't think about this she had been wanting to do a project where to get a grill and fix the stones in the back of her garden e outdoor station yeah um and she had extra stones that she didn't know how to didn't know what to do or needed cleaning up so we had like a whole day of gardening project where we got got the grill got some more stones and lined up the stones and um made a whole little patio for her where she put the grill out a lot yeah yeah we all pitched in it was really fun that's really cool yeah so stuff like that I also want to say that food I know this is a very common one people this is like a common sense a lot of people know this but it's so so helpful the food is so helpful it is our friends just had a baby and when you just have a baby oh you're poor moms are so strong they're exhausted you know their world is completely changed they're coming down from all the hormones um so we brought over a huge tub of fettuccine alfredo no <laughs> chicken fettuccine alfredo and um i made sure to try to make enough so they could have lunch the next day or dinner the next night so they love that they yeah. were super thankful it is a good one like you can't go wrong with like food especially like oh yeah gift cards for food Mm -hmm. um one of my like favorite ways to like help people who aren't necessarily like near me and i can't like physically go to them whether it be like time money or let's say that like i don't even necessarily know them that close Mm -hmm. um is to send gift cards yeah yeah those are super helpful too because you can send you can literally send email gift cards i've done that so many times where like i seen a friend or an acquaintance was having a bad day and i'm like here's a ten dollar starbucks gift card or here's a hundred dollar food gift card or like whatever it might be because like sometimes like reaching out to people who you necessarily don't consider as your like close friends or family like you can make like such a positive impact and like you can't go wrong there wow i don't think you can go wrong there. no you can't you can't and that little bit of financial Mm -hmm. help is so nice and sometimes it's not even like the financial part of it sometimes like i've sent stuff to people who i know are like financially more than capable of doing something Mm -hmm. but they might be like going through like chemo or they might be going through you know a divorce or they might just like be talking about a rough day at work and like you don't realize like that rough day at work is actually like 
a rough month at work or a rough year at work and they just haven't talked about it and so like you can be that little spark of joy yeah yeah I love that I love that what um something that I wanted to say of like do's and don'ts um something that I got a lot to kind of change it to don'ts yeah something that I we when my family went through my dad getting sick and then at his funeral I got a lot a lot a lot of oh I'm so sorry right which is understandable and then everyone wants to there I understand the meaning behind it they want to make make you feel like you're not alone but everyone and their mother said oh yeah I had a friend that went through cancer or oh yeah I had a sibling or oh yeah I had this or oh yeah I had that who went through cancer oh yeah my friend of my friend went through cancer and it was just and again you know that they are coming from a really nice place so you fight that um but it it just felt like oh please I don't right now I don't want to hear about your your friend or your mom or your you know like I understand cancer is something that touches many people's lives but this is here now for me so that's something I don't know I feel like for me a hand or a gesture or you know like a hand on the shoulder would have been way more admitting than you telling me how you know your your sister type you know or your friend or your cousin passed away from cancer so that was that I feel like that's common for a lot of people they when they're in the middle of it when they're right there they don't really want to hear how you're there with them or yeah implying that you're there with with them so unless they're actually there going through it yeah unless you're you I mean unless you were my sister or my mom or my brother or my older sister then you probably weren't going through it at that very moment yeah so i mean unless you were because like like i know people who are going through it currently and like my mom is fighting cancer and has been for years yeah um but yeah you don't ever want to negate what someone's going through or like try to make a situation about you yes yep um that can be really Thousands. hard. Yeah. Yep. That can be really hard. Like you have to put yourself aside and be a little selfless. Yeah. And like realize like you may have gone through something or you may feel like you can connect with them on a level, but connection may not be what that person needs in that time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yep. On another don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did. We did that previous episode about... Um, a friend that I had lost that Mm -hmm. I considered like a sister. Um, Something I said in the episode that I, you know, did wrong, not probably did wrong, did wrong, was assuming that I was doing something that was helpful for her instead of asking her what she wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, They had, they were, she was pregnant. They were getting ready to, you know, have their baby boy. Um, And I assumed that since the guest room was now being turned into a nursery and they had stuff from previous baby showers all over their house that needed to be washed and organized, I assumed that I would be in the way staying with them. Um, 
and stayed with family members and that was like a really big point that hurt her like it really hurt her and in my mind it's like well that's that's common sense like I'm in your way like you literally do not have room for an air mattress for me like anywhere but in her mind like she needed her friend there and she would have made room for that and so like I should have given her that opportunity instead of just like already making that plan which it could go vice versa like she should have spoke up and like said what she needed yes but I should have asked her instead of assuming so sometimes like it it can be easy to like just give and help people but also like walking that fine line of like finding that balance of like assuming what people need and asking what they what they need because I could have asked her and could have avoided a lot of that situation if I had just given her a voice because she felt like her voice was snuffed you know yeah yeah yeah, I feel like in that instance, too, it was, there was a lot of emotion, so she... Oh, she was going through a lot, like... <laughs> you know, either way, you might have oh, yeah. got caught, you know what I mean? I, there, I, I would have lost either way in that situation, just yes. because of everything she did have going on, which is totally fine, but I definitely should have asked instead of assumed yeah. in that situation. Assuming is... Yeah. Like, makes you a fool. Yeah, I just assumed it was better that I stay elsewhere and then just like commute to her whereas like what she wanted was a friend with her Mm -hmm. and then that way she could open up about things she hadn't opened up with um via text message and phone calls and stuff she wanted to talk about in person Mm -hmm. and she felt like she didn't have that time so everything that was already festering that she was going through and then her friend comes to town and then she wasn't able to like open up to her friend about all these things she was going through and she just felt like it was another person right stepping away in a sense right and so yes it's not always great to assume sometimes you need to ask sometimes you can't just do yeah yeah you're right don't just do don't just do um another thing is just um like there's a huge difference of being physically there and then just texting instead of just texting and saying a if you need anything from me tell me do you know what i mean yeah there's there is something a hundred percent different about you yourself being physically there to support someone versus texting them and saying hey if you need me i'm here if you need to talk i'm here it's um that gesture is so great and it's so sweet um but i I don't know it's it's just something that's way more powerful being physically there even if you don't talk to that person even if you don't talk to that person if you don't if you know they're struggling and they're doing something big and you you just want to be there to support them you don't have to talk to that person you don't have to go and and mess around or anything like that you can just be there you them knowing that you showed up and you were there is oh something yeah. that's so uplifting for them sometimes like it's just dropping something off to mm-hmm. to someone yeah, like yeah. dropping off like a little care package or you know grabbing some groceries for them hey i'm at the grocery store like what do you need i'll grab you something right um sometimes it's just like simple things that can make like a big difference you don't have to fly across the country um but it is doing a little bit more than just saying like oh i'm here if you need anything and not really meaning it like put some meaning and action behind that and sometimes people are too afraid to ask for help so it does look like 
texting them and, and not just being like, hey, let me know. Sometimes it's texting them and saying, hey, I'm here. What do you need? Um, and people, and they remember that, you know, that's yeah. something that that touches their heart. And and I I don't know if you remember last time when Rissa was here and we were talking after the podcast and three three or four years ago when a few weeks after my dad had passed away her grandmother had passed away and it was in in uh, mary's family was in connecticut and i was the only one who knew them who went to life connections who was actually in connecticut so i kind of debated about going i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to handle another funeral but I, th- I thought to myself, you know what? I'm the only person here and, and they need a little bit of support. So I drove the, you know, 45 minutes to get down to where her family was yeah. and came. And, and I did never realized how much that touched them until being there and seeing their faces. You should have seen John and Mary and Rissa and Gentry. Oh, their faces... Like, I would have gone just, just just to see their that face. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just to support them. And it was something that's ingrained in my head that I'll never forget. So, and, like, Gentry even called Connor and was, you know, talking about it the next day and things like that. And this is something that they remember. She mentioned it. Yeah. Um, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, something that can seem small to you mm-hmm. can leave a lasting memory on someone else, especially during a time of need. And also, like, I want to talk about, like, there are ways to give to people who you don't even know. Yeah. Like, buying a stranger in front of you, like, their meal. You know, like, yes. running into someone who may not be able to pay for something because they don't have the money on them. Like, or, like, even just, like, volunteer work. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, like, in a previous episode, you talked about wanting to get involved with, like, some volunteer stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even volunteering is, like, a big way to give. Like, you can work at a soup kitchen um there's plenty of like mother centers for families who are expecting children but don't have that support system or weren't ever taught how to take care of children so they go through courses Mm -hmm. there's like plenty of those like there are so many ways to give guys and when you give it it refills your cup yeah like there's something about giving to others selflessly and not expecting anything back like it just refreshes you it does yeah and it it's it's so helpful to the other people too. You know, oh, yeah. I, when people would come and bring food or just, you know, flowers, whatever, it just, it's so, people that you haven't talked to in forever or people reached out who you might not have known but knew my dad, like those people, it was so lifting to know that they yeah. were thinking. You know what I mean? just it's there's so many good ways to help people oh yeah and i and i feel like people need to know that you know yeah oh yeah like i i recently lost my grandma and my uncle and another grandma all within like six months of each other um just a few months ago and honestly like hearing people like talk about them and then like come up to me afterwards and like do exactly what you're saying like just give a hug and like I don't even know half of them um a lot of them were for like work or like 
friends older friends from like different states from where they had grown up and so it was just really cool like means a lot yeah and sometimes you just need uh, to give a hug yeah i mean i feel like with covid and everything and people they're forgetting how powerful a hug is oh yeah well oh my gosh i have to be honest i used to be like a really big hugger like Are you not anymore? like love to hug like love to hug people and like even strangers like give me a hug um but now i feel so weird even like holding someone's baby <laughs> i'm like because i feel like i have to ask so i won't like sure. i used to like instinctively because like i love kids and i've worked around kids so much just like gravitate towards kids like grab a kid hug a kid hold a kid help with a kid um and like i'm trying to like get back into that habit because like now i feel like i have to even ask like even with, like okay you should ask to hold a stranger's baby don't don't just yes. grab someone's baby oh guys <laughs> um don't do that <laughs> but like even like family and friends that I'm close with, I feel like I have to ask them because of COVID because it just like so many people were like, didn't want you to touch or hold their kids or them or whatever. Right. So like, I'm trying to get back out of that mind of being afraid of it. Cause like, I know it sounds so silly, but like, I've been afraid to touch people's kids or people because I don't know how they feel about it. I know. Like it makes me like so nervous. So like, it's so sad too, it is, you know, but in the airport, I was really proud of myself so in the airport like two weeks ago three weeks ago i was watching this mom like struggle okay she has like three or four kids with her okay there was a kid in a stroller she's pushing a stroller she had a kid in one arm as she's trying to push the stroller and then oh. she had two older kids walking and i say older they were like six and five oh, bless um, her heart, man. yes so she's like trying to run to her flight and then the younger one was like that was walking starts to have a full-on meltdown like wants to be carried he's like stomping the ground crying like the whole works and then like other people are running past her because they were all coming from the flight missing the flight mm -hmm. and so like no one's helping her so i told joan i was like hey can you hold my bag hold my coffee and he's like where are you going i'm like i'm i'm gonna go help this woman and so, like, I walked up to her. I was like, if you're all right with it, like, I'll push your stroller for you. And she was, like, wide-eyed, like, thank you. And just, like, scooped up the other kids. So now she's got two kids, bags on her back. <laughs> like, she's, like, she's loaded down, okay? Oh. So I start pushing the stroller. And then the other kid that's not having a meltdown, that's, like, walking, she, like, keeps looking back at me all suspicious. <laughs> like, who are you? Why are you pushing? Why are you pushing my sibling here? <laughs> so <laughs> funny, like the whole time, and like they missed their flight, which was I felt terrible for them because oh, like no. you could tell our kids were, were exhausted, but like Did it all was these like people pushed missed their me flight? out of my comfort zone. Oh yeah, they all missed it. Oh, <laughs> like it felt gosh. terrible for them. It was awful. Oh, but that was yeah. so sweet, Pris. Yeah, it pushed. I got, but it took me a second, if I'm honest, <laughs> to like because yeah. that fear, like. Yeah, you don't want them thinking, I'm not here to take your baby. I'm just here to try to help. You not know? even just that, like COVID. Yeah. <laughs> like it's oh. made me so like, just like normally, like pre-COVID, I would have been all over it. Like I would have just been like, yep, doing it. But it took me some like time to think like, and I feel guilty for it because like, that's not my nature. It's not who I am, but it's a habit I've picked up and I have to get out of it. I know. I feel, I, I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat um and they forget how not forget they're just feel forget or they're fe fearful um of just how helpful it is to be 
you know hug connected. or connected <laughs> or close to someone to go do something like that where you went yeah. and push the stroller even though you know you were afraid yeah isn't that so silly like it is. i mean it, get over your fear and guys. even before covid people had a tough you. enough time you know jumping up to help a mom or something yeah. like that so man but i cannot i cannot tell you how powerful a hug is honestly i am a hugger i don't care <laughs> I, I always was a hugger um i love hugs when i'm feeling i love to be embraced pretty hard when i'm feeling sad or alone or upset and weighted blanket weighted blanket yes <laughs> yep i cannot figure out i cannot figure out for the life of me the people who don't like being touched or hugged oh really yeah i just i don't know how to talk to them you know i i I feel like my power is like gone because what do you mean like you can't like you don't know how to figure out if someone doesn't like it or you don't know why they don't like it that confuses you that confuses me i don't know why they don't like it one and two if they're upset or sad or or going through a hard time i don't know how to console them really i i i struggle yeah i mean i can say the words but it doesn't feel like it's not the natural words, for you the, the, well, yeah and it doesn't feel like the words sink in very much yeah. because when you're upset it's hard for words to sink yeah. in anyway until later so so then i would go in for a hug but i can't because the yeah. person doesn't like to be touched see i feel like i'm really good at that part um but i'm really good at reading people oh, and like i nannied and <laughs> i nannied in so many different households with so many different cultures um and a variety of backgrounds and so I had to learn a lot about different religions different things that were acceptable not acceptable Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that really helped me and then also like working obviously like at the children's home because you can't necessarily like the same way you're going to console one child going through something can't be the same that you console another right because of trauma yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then because of, again, like likes and dislikes um, with or without trauma. And so you, in order to build that like safe relationship with them, you really have to respect those boundaries, whether or not like how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I feel like I may have a little bit of a leg up on that. Yes. And like be able to see it. But it's honestly just like years of experience like shoved in well that and because without it i would probably be in the same boat yeah i mean i i'm good at reading people when they show emotion Mm -hmm. and i'm good at reading body language when someone's uncomfortable or things like that but if if someone's very good at hiding their emotions or masking their emotions i struggle with reading them yeah um just because i'm a i'm i'm the type of person that (laughs) i have no poker face i wear all of my emotions right on my face or yeah. on my sleeve um but yes so hugging to go back to the hugging and helping people those people who like the hugs those people who enjoy it just there's something powerful about being squeezed because it it's almost squeeze i don't know i feel like it helps me and helps people get through the emotion that they're feeling it squeezes it up and and out and letting go Ashley. Ashley is, she's in our church. She is the best hugger (laughs) ever. She gives the best hugs. And I told her this one day that I said that I think God 
he gives gifts, right? Yeah. I think one of the gifts that he's given her is hugging, especially hugging someone who really needed the hug. Yeah. Or really has needed the hug because the way she hugs you is like that hug that just pulls out all the bad things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... And sometimes there's there's been a few times where I've been going through a really hard spell and she comes over and she gives me that hug and it's, I hold on a little longer, yeah. you know? I feel like we're different huggers because like what you just said, like you're a long hugger. Probably. Yeah. I'm more of like a hug and done. <laughs> like, but I do like a weighted blanket. Yes. Weighted blanket. Guys. If you have a hugger in your life or you just have someone in general going through something, buy them a weighted blanket. Yeah. <laughs> That's like literally I love weighted blankets. Like they're so comforting. And then the last thing that I want to say as far as something really good to do for someone who's struggling or who's and this might be super obvious, but just sitting down and listening to mm-hmm. them. Don't don't. There's times where the conversations will go two ways, and that's great. But when they're going through something tough, they I saw this on the other day where if you're really trying to have someone talk it through something, just ask them a question and be silent. Yeah. And don't say anything. Yeah, sometimes you don't need to fix it. Sometimes they don't need advice. Sometimes it's just getting it out. That, yes, yes. And, and the more silent you are the more they're going to talk because yeah. they want to fill in the silence and fill in the void so they get their, themselves on a roll and it just it's so nice for them to kind of let it out like i was just with a friend of mine who had a baby and i'm to be quite honest i'm a little um afraid of the whole birthing experience um that's just something that's been me for a very long time it's not because of anyone it's just been i've i like i've heard about morgan and um and and you know what you know where it stems from it stems from this amazing birthing video and the very you know those crazy ones that they so show you in middle school or something like that um yeah they always talked about how it being painful and yada yada. So I'm I'm nervous about the whole birthing experience. So, but I listened to her. She told me all about her birthing experience, and that was great. And she, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. But her being able to talk about it, I'm sure helped helped her so much and helped yeah. her a great deal. Just to communicate. Mm-hmm. Well, let's wrap it up on that because I, I think that's some of the best advice is just to listen. Yeah. Yeah, shut up and listen. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, again, we'll probably drop a. I, I love dropping a little question box or something interactive. Maybe we'll do some polls of like yes. what was helpful for you or what wasn't helpful. Or, and we can just like let you guys click away. Right. Or the best thing someone has done yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We hope that this inspires you to go help someone and uh, kind of get out of your comfort zone and um, do something that's selfless. Yeah. We'll tune in and see you next Tuesday. Yep. Love you.